0: Any property managers out there looking to make your life harder? I didn't think so. Meet Hostfully, an all-in-one solution designed to make short-term property management easier. An Airbnb, Verbo, and Booking.com preferred software partner, Hostfully seamlessly syncs your property info, pricing, and availability on over 17 listing sites. Hostfully's single view calendar provides instant protection from double bookings and its unified inbox keeps your guests and team messages all in one place. So no more logging in and out of multiple sites. You can even create your own direct booking website without extra fees. With task automations and over a hundred integrations, Hostfully serves as a centralized hub. So whether you manage one or 1,000 properties, you can tailor your plan to fit your unique business model. And for those on the move, Hostfully's new mobile app offers everything you need to operate your business away from your desk. But that's not all. Explore Hostfully's beautiful digital guidebooks with AI-generated itineraries customized to your guest preferences. So make life easier with Hostfully. For a limited time, Hostfully is offering Boostly listeners an unheard of deal. $200 off your PMP subscription plus six months of premium guidebooks for free. Normally this deal is only hundred pounds off and two months of free guidebooks. So hurry, there's only running for this deal between October the 14th and the 31st, go to www.hostfully.com boostly, and let them know you're in on this deal through the chat option at the bottom of the screen. Again, that's www. Hostfully.com slash Boostly and let them know. Hey,
1: everybody in the world of Boostly, we have gone live on Facebook as well as on the podcast. So uh, welcome along to the Boostly podcast. This is a place that gives you the tools, the tactics, uh, the trainings, and most importantly, the confidence to go out there and get more direct bookings. Today, we're talking all about insurance bookings. There's a great big trend in short-term rental to try and get longer-term or mid-term rentals that we're seeing a lot of. And one of the best ways to do so is to target insurance bookings. So I'll let our guest today explain what they are, but we've got an expert who is uh, in the world of insurance bookings. Uh, she's been in it and uh, and lived it on two different sides and sides, and I'll I'll let her explain about that in just a moment. But we've got a special guest as i say they are a host and the business that she's got so is corporate rentals austin.com so you can go and check them out it will uh, there'll be a new website uh, sorry a new brand as well coming along soon so let me introduce uh, regan sonabend and uh, let's dive into her story and get her tips on her journey uh, welcome along uh, Reagan. thanks for having me no worries thanks for being here so First question is, can you introduce your business, where is it in the world, and uh, what does it look like today?
2: Sure. Um, So as you mentioned, Corporate Rentals Austin is uh, the existing brand today. We are in the process of transitioning to Corporate Rentals USA to open up a number of new markets uh, beyond Austin. Some of those that we have immediately uh, in mind are uh, Dallas, Chicago, where I am personally, and also in the Richmond, Virginia area, we have some other expansion markets um, that we're planning for the future, but those are the most immediate ones.
1: That's really cool. And we've had your business partner Vivian on the podcast before, haven't we? So it's exciting to get the update of you know how quick the brand's growing and the success and some of the tactics of of getting these insurance bookings, which I'm really pleased to to be sharing with everyone today. But before we do, take me back. Um, what did you do before? Uh, corporate rentals. And um, yeah, take me back to what you did before hospitality.
2: Uh, absolutely. yeah, It's interesting because hospitality has been a theme throughout my career. Uh, actually, my first real job other than my grandma, grandmother's fabric store was with Disney on an internship in the mid 90s. Then later, I actually first got into corporate housing in 1998 uh, while I was in grad school and uh, kind of doing some different things. At that time, uh, what everyone was getting housing for was a lot of consultants working on Y2K projects. So it's certainly come a long way from there. Uh, I was out of the business for quite some time, spending uh, some time in uh, health care and then ad agencies and I uh, became an Airbnb host first in 2014 my uh, my own portfolio has grown since then so I've had long-term midterm and traditional and short term of properties kind of over that period of time since I got started for real in 2014.
1: that's cool and for those hosts who are listening to this who are um, just short-term rental what what is the difference with midterm what what really makes difference and why should hosts be considering it
2: you know that's a great question, and and one thing that comes to mind when you ask that is the hesitation that I personally had when first being introduced to midterm compared to short term, and the the reason I say that I had that hesitation because within short term rental community you'll hear a lot of hosts being very worried. Uh, anything 30 days or more because of tenants' rights. And so, you know, they'll say things like, you know, don't take those rentals 30 days or more. So I had a real aversion to that at first. And when I first started hearing a lot about midterm rentals, it took me a while to get over that hump. But what I've realized is it, it's really brilliant because uh, it offers much better cash flow than traditional long term rentals. Uh, but without so much of the day-to-day that you have with short-term rentals, with frequent turnovers, with you know all the questions that come along uh, with new guests in and out of the property, despite all the great things that we might put out there in our guidebooks for properties and things like that. So I've found uh, midterm to be really the best of both worlds, but also more rewarding because in our case, yeah, we do work largely with folks that have had insurance repairs done, so they've been through a lot. And to be able to offer them a comfortable place to be and to not have to worry about all of their, you know, housing woes for a moment uh, is actually definitely rewarding. In fact, I've been through it myself. I, I had water damage in my home about a year and a half ago, so we were displaced. And, uh, unfortunately I didn't have a property available, which is maybe not unfortunate, but I did have to rent a property from someone else. And I can tell you that the living experience that I had during that time is something that I want to avoid other people having to go through because it was, uh, it was a very vintage 1960s home with a, with a master bath that, uh, if you touched your elbows out, when you took a shower, you would touch both sides and, uh, The bathroom had a pink glitter vanity, things like that. So glad to be able to provide a more comfortable experience for the folks that we work with.
1: Uh, It sounds like it's from experience, both from dealing with corporate and also from actually using, you know, uh, short term rental in place of the midterm rental. So it's fair to say that you're an expert at this. Before we go into more about the tips on that, on how to do it, what does the business look like today? How many units does it manage currently? And I know there's something that makes you guys pretty unique, which is the way that you're taking on hosts. Can you share a little bit about that?
2: Sure. And I do want to make the distinction that we're not managing for the other hosts, we're marketing for them. And so uh, we're really making what I would call a curated marketplace of midterm rentals available. Everything that we do is focused around that specialty, not focused on short-term rentals and really... You know there are the two key parts to what we do. Um, there are the homeowners that are in transition that need the homes, but then there are also the B two B strategic partners that we work with, primarily insurance housing agencies, but some others as well.
1: And I'd just like to take a moment just there to just really state how important it is to to niche and to really identify who it is you serve best, because it's something which as a host and as somebody who's watched loads of. Uh, you know people throughout the the time mark simpson and plenty of the other trainers in the space and mentors to try and identify who your avatar who your perfect guest is is just so important and if you haven't done so already do uh, you know write down who it is who you best serve because you don't have to know exactly who it is but you need to start to identify it somewhere along the line you need to start to identify who it is as best you can and if you're unsure as i was in the early days just pick an avatar and go for it. Just really go for it in in uh, in every way that you can. You can always change it along the way if you have to, but by really hanging your hat on one particular type of guest that you're talking, all your messaging is talking to, all the experience is talking to, the chances are that you're going to attract more of those guests, and therefore your is is to build a brand is a little bit easier. And that's what I love about corporate rentals, Austin, and obviously. Um, how quick is growing and and now uh, stretching out you know sort of further afield so let's talk about how do you actually get corporate stays you know what what are the tricks is it are you listing in the normal places or how are you how are you getting these these bookings?
2: Sure. Um, well, we are listing in the normal places, plus some, and really a lot of it is networking, which I think, you know, when I think about the real estate investor community, networking is really the lifeblood for so many of us, because, you know, you have different audiences that you need to network with, network with other investors. In this case, we're also networking with folks in the insurance side of the business, with corporate uh, relocation, with those sorts of scenarios, but you do have others, some other corporate business, whether it's consultants, pro. Projects, things like that, but to your point about the avatar, that really is important even within the niche of midterm rental because you have to think about who it is you're trying to serve. There's a lot of talk about travel medical professionals, but often those would be smaller units, sometimes apartments, sometimes townhomes, things like that. What we focus on is whole home rentals. We try as often as possible to have a fully fenced backyard. You know, thinking about the families that we might be serving three bedrooms, two baths, and up. 70% or so of the folks that stay with us have a pet. So that fenced-in backyard is really important. And so really focusing everything we do around that, that core avatar that we work with, but of course, having some things on the periphery of that as well.
1: I've got it. And you mentioned some of the things that are important to your guests. Is there other mm-hmm. things that midterm guests need more so? So you've mentioned obviously a fenced-in garden, because of course relocation is gonna bring their pet, they can't leave the pet behind. Is there anything else to be considering for the hosts who might want to uh, list with yourself or to be getting midterm rentals? What else should they be considering?
2: Sure, we we really try to go above and beyond and surprise and delight the guests that we work with. Because if you think about someone who uh, is being, having their housing paid for by insurance or by corporate relocation, regardless, the cost is really not important to them because they're not paying it. It's feeling at home that's important to them. And it can be those little things like you know having an air fryer, not just the basics. It can be having a Keurig or having pour over coffee, finding out what it is that matters to them and uh, just having some of those amenities in place. Uh, making sure they have the best possible Wi-Fi that can handle all of the devices that they have and just eliminating some of those headaches so that their experience is one where they're able to actually enjoy being in the home. That's really what matters to them. And then if you think about the other side of it, the people that are doing the booking for them, you know, what's important to them? Well, what's important to them is finding a solution for the housing for this particular family. So whatever we can do to be of service to the agencies that we work with, to help them quickly find what they're looking for without all of the messaging and other things around it, but just the facts, basically. Here's what I need, here's the profile, I need to find something quickly to get this family in a home.
1: And- You know, that's a really important thing to mention because a lot of these agencies are actually competing against other agencies. It won't just necessarily be them, uh, you know, who's got that potential insurance contract. So the faster they can get a response from you, the more certain they are that the host can provide a good experience, the more likely they're to come back to you and to pass you more leads and more leads and stuff like that. So that's really good to hear.
0: If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you, and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings, and if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to boostly.co.uk forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team.
1: How do you go about marketing this to owners? Because I guess there's a lot of owners who will be interested in, and I love the way you put up marketing with you as opposed to having your their, their property managed with you. How does that right. process work and what does that look like?
2: Sure, so that's definitely a key piece of what we do. And my business partners and I really focus on networking within the real estate investor community for, for that part of things. And what we find is that, um, you know, there are a lot of investors that have done flips, they've done short term rentals, they've done different things. There are a lot of folks that are really getting interested in midterm these days. We do look for hosts that have been successful and have hosted as opposed to just doing long term rentals in the past, because it is a different business and a different level of service. And so having those nuances. And uh, making sure that the service experience is something that will be satisfactory for the insurance and corporate partners that we work with is paramount to everything that we do.
1: That's really cool. And uh, obviously, you've talked about where the business started. And obviously, we've we've interviewed your, your business partner. Mm-hmm. What is the future of the business looking like? Because this is sounds like a really exciting space to be in.
2: You know, it really is. And um, as I mentioned, we have a few markets, including my own here in Chicago, that are expansion markets that we have in mind for the remainder of this year. Uh, we have our eye on some other markets, um, but we'll be doing that organically uh, over time. Some of the things that we look at when considering different markets that we would expand to geographically are things like economic development data, the number of Moves, the demographics, you know, is it families of four that are moving? Is it um, senior citizens that are moving? And trying to make sure that we're really using that data to drive where we're headed.
1: That's cool. Has there been any challenges along the way? And if so, how have you overcome them?
2: Well, I will say with midterm, you know, really just finding the right properties that fit the niche, that fit the avatar that we're serving. I, I can tell you, you know, a lot of different things that I've experienced um, with short term rentals that were more challenging before I started moving into midterm rentals, but all of those bumps and bruises I got along the way with short-term rentals have provided a lot more stability and better experience for the midterm rental part of things.
1: And you mentioned there that there's markets that you're expanding into. How do you track which locations work for, particularly for the insurance days? Because, and before, while you're thinking about that question, I always look at my local area and I'm Mm -hmm. coming from one sort of main city in amongst a very rural area and the rural areas around don't get a lot of corporate stays or or midterm stays, but is it the same? Is, Is that what you're looking at, particularly more urban areas?
2: Not necessarily. I would say suburban is more um, the role uh, for what we do. Um, And, you know, with that, we, as I mentioned, some of that economic development data, population growth, things like that, just knowing that there's a strong pipeline of demand that would be coming at any given time. Unfortunately, wherever you are, rural or not, you know, people have disasters that happen either larger scale or within their own home. And so uh, because of having that focus, it, it really does tend to be a pretty steady stream, but having enough population to support the business on an ongoing basis is really a big part of what we look at in proximity to major highways, you know, to hospitals, to major employers, major employers is a big one, uh, things like that.
1: That's really cool. And from your experience, obviously, you've been a host yourself. You're obviously now doing the corporate side of things, the company's mm-hmm. growing. What would you say is your top tip? What information would you love to go back and give yourself at the start of your journey, which is would really help you along your way?
2: Yes, I would say the biggest single thing is making systems and automation that save you from yourself maybe not from yourself exactly but save you from those little hiccups that can happen and really keeping track of you know maintenance requests and things that are coming in and what are the top requests that we're getting so that we can proactively avoid those sorts of things And so, um, you know, having a backup to the backup, whether it's for maintenance, whether it's for a cleaner, you know, there are such interesting little things that that you would never think of until you've lived through it that can be problematic. You know, getting the trash out sometimes, like, you know, is there's a turnover in your guests and, you know, you have that gap in between or, you know, what do you do? when you have a problem with the internet, because most of these things we have an easy solution for, but you know, if Comcast is out or whoever your service provider is, those can be things that can be a little challenging to get dealt with when you're not on site at the property. So just having a plan before those issues happen helps make it so much smoother and also helps settle the nerves of the guests that you have because they they feel that confidence of knowing, okay, I've been there before we got this. That's
1: cool. They- they tend to mirror your feeling. If you're panicking on the phone, then they'll be worried. They'll they'll sense it, won't they? So what would you say is the main bits of tech that you use within corporate rentals, Austin?
2: You know, it's a really great question. And I mean, you know, there's all tech that that we all use that I think people think of things like a channel manager, you know, direct booking, and those are critical to the business. But there are a lot of things that are maybe easier to overload, but that you interact more with on a daily basis, whether that's, uh, you know, in the case of, you know, a thermostat, do you use a Google Nest thermostat? Or do you use a different one? Is the app that controls that easy to use on your phone? Is it easy for your guests to use. You know, so you have to think about all of those things. And also on just the keypad for the door, there's a ton of different ones out there, you know, and uh, there's actually one that I've used in the past that I found we were really getting a lot of problems with just the way that it functioned, that when people would hit it, it, the lights would go down before they had a chance to finish putting it in. And so once you start seeing like, I'm having a problem with this same thing over and over, okay, fine, replace it. It's not worth it. And so, you know, there's the obvious tech, there's all the digital things that we do, but there's that smart home tech is really critically important to a host in this space
1: that makes sense that makes sense. And one thing which really comes across with corporate rentals is really understanding who you are and what you need to to grow and that's something which I'm really uh, excited for to see the future of of your business. Where is the place where you get inspiration from for either learning for the business or for uh, mentorship and that side of things what sources, and resources do you learn from and take inspiration from?
2: That's a great question. You know, I think today we have this opportunity to create our own curated feed of of what we're getting. All of the e newsletters that we subscribe to, all of the groups that we follow on Facebook and other places, and so it really does give us uh, the opportunity to to see exactly what we want to see. Those algorithms have made sure that's exactly what we see. And so I, I really get a lot of my daily reading from various communities that I'm a part of, uh, from interaction within those communities, from the comments of others. So many ideas of things that you know I might never have thought of on my own. So just the community that you put around yourself really is a kind of self-generating of content.
1: That's cool. And any um, books, movies, podcasts that you'd uh, that you'd recommend the people listening go and check out?
2: Actually, the one that we're on right now is a great one.
1: Thank you. Thank you for the plug.
2: (laughs) Yes, of course. But it's so true. I mean, I I really do find that, you know, other hosts that have, you know, lived through all the same things in different parts of the world and have had the experiences, have gone through the trial and error. uh, That's That's where I really get my best advice from is, you know, other hosts in the real estate investor community.
1: That's cool. One question we love to ask on the Boosley podcast is, is there a mantra or a saying that really resonates with you?
2: Uh, yes. And my kids will attest to this. And I, I have a few, but the one that comes to mind here is better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it.
1: So true. I say that all the time when I'm shopping and I end up with <laughs> way too much stuff, honestly. I yes. half it, but, um, it's very true. You never know when somebody's just going to nip in for a cup of tea. I don't I want to be able to offer them some cake or whatever it is. So um, yes, yeah, very, very true and very um Relevant to hospitality, that is true as well. So, Absolutely, Reagan. As we reach towards the end of these, we love to just do a couple of quick fire fun questions. You won't have been given a heads up on these ones Uh-oh. at all. Um, <laughs> so, these—if uh, you do need a second to think about them, let me know, or just say, "Can we pass that one?" Are you a starter or a dessert person, and if so, what tends to be your preference and uh, why?
2: Okay. Yes, I would say. Uh... I would say appetizer as opposed to starter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, of course, America, (laughs) (laughs) British, British term.
2: (laughs) Yes, but absolutely. And, you know, sometimes I'll find that an appetizer becomes the meal, but I I usually am done by the time dessert comes around. (laughs) That's
1: cool. That's cool. Where in the world is on your top place to visit?
2: Oh, wow. You know, so many of the places are at the top. I've already been, but the one that I had not yet been that I actually had plans to go to, then got pregnant. It wasn't a good idea, was uh Africa. And so we actually had a really great safari planned, but you can't get malaria shots when you're pregnant. So we ended up going to Antarctica instead, which was brilliant. Um, uh, but that one's still on my bucket list. Nice,
1: nice. That would be Antarctica is is a <laughs> is a top top one. I've not had anyone else say that. So um <laughs> And uh, finally, what do you like to do with fun and who do you like to, uh, how do you spend your time? Is, is there family? Is there, uh, who are the special people in your lives?
2: Sure, of course. I have two teenage daughters, so uh, that's always lively and exciting. Uh, you never have a dull moment with that. Uh, they both have exciting things underway. One's a gymnast, one's uh, into engineering and robotics, and will be headed off to college before I know it. We're a very pet friendly family in my household. We actually adopted, and we do it at the time, believe it or not, a pregnant Great Dane back in January of this year, who then delivered fifteen Great Dane puppies. Yeah, so that was quite the adventure. But uh, dogs are always a part of our household.
1: Nice, nice. Well, thank you for for sharing that today, and thank you for sharing as well on the Boostly podcast. You know the your business. If people want to find out more, where's the best place to do so?
2: Sure. Um, follow us on social at uh, Corporate Rentals USA. Um, as we mentioned, uh, the website is in transition from Corporate Rentals Austin to Corporate Rentals USA, but our social handles have already been updated to Corporate Rentals USA. And uh, certainly check out the website there as well.
1: It's really cool. and. As I say, it's great to to have you on. Obviously, we've had Vivian on in the past and hopefully we'll have uh, one or both of you back again in the future as the business continues to grow. Thank you for for sharing the story today. I hope uh, if you listen to this on the Boostly podcast or watching this on the live, you've got some really good uh, bits of information and been inspired by Reagan's story. If there's somebody else you know who would get some uh, benefit from this, please do share this with uh, a friend, a fellow host. Um, if you yourself do want to come and be a host on uh, Behind the Host, on uh, the Boostly podcast, feel free to send us an email, coach at boostly.co.uk, and uh, we can drop you the information on how to do so. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Was there anything I missed along the way, Reagan? or last? Cheers before we bring it to a close.
2: No, it was wonderful. I really think we covered a lot of great things, topics that I know everyone's talking about within this space, and I hope that it helps someone out.
1: Thanks very much. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Sounds great.